What is the church? You know, we talk about, you know, do you go to church? No, I don't go to church. I don't like church. Or, you know, I don't like church, but, um, you know, I have my relationship with God. Or, you know, I had bad, um, a bad past, you know, bad, bad experience with the church. And But what what is the church? You know, most people talk about the church as, like, if it's, it's a building. You know, it's a building where people go to on Sundays, uh, for, you know, an hour, hour and a half, and that is called church. Church is not a building. Church is not even a location. Church is a, it's it's you, it's me, it's the believers together. It's those who believe that God sent his son, Jesus, who, you know, who, who came, who lived the life that we were created to live. That's why he said, follow me. He gave us a, a a perfect example of a person who is 100% fully submitted to God, right? And said, follow me, live like this. So if you, when you believe that and that he died though, and that his blood, you know, was shed for our sins, you know, sanctifying, justifying us and that he was glorified sitting on the right hand of God and sent us the Holy Spirit to empower us to live like him. When you start to believe in that, you are a believer, right? The, the Bible says, you know, you, you're born again, right? You're born in the spirit, when you acknowledge all that with faith, something happens where, you know, God comes to live inside of you. He calls you home. The Holy Spirit comes to empower, you know, everything that you do to, to draw you near to God, to conform you to his image. Basically, that's that's the Holy Spirit's job. When 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 you have that, you're the church. You're the body of Christ. The, the, the Bible says the body of Christ. He's the head. We're the body. It's kind of like picture, you know, he came, right? He came on the earth as a person. He did his job. He turned the world upside down with the disciples, right? And in the little time that they were here, he was here in his ministry for the three and a half years and turned the world upside down through the power of the Holy Spirit because he was 100% fully submitted to God, not making it about himself, but fixing his eyes on the cross he endured. He went all the way, obeying God, all the way to the cross, Never sinning, right? He did his job. He he beat death. You know, he, he resurrected from being killed and tortured on the cross. I mean, he did his job, right? And he was resurrected. He was glorified. Now he's sitting on the right hand of God. So this is where he sat down. It's kind of picture him sitting down on the right hand of God like, all right, my job is done. And that's where we stand up as the body of Christ here on earth. He's the head in heavens on the right hand of God. And we are the body here on earth. To, to be his hands, to be his heart, to be his eyes, to be his ears, to, to, to love the world, to bring healing to the world, to set captives free, to heal the sick, to preach the gospel, to, to love people out of their pain, to bring clarity to them because they're in fear, to, you know, it's, it's, it's all of that. So that's what the church is. So the church is not a building, it's not a location, it's the people, it's the people who are filled with the Holy Spirit, who are, you know, loving people, who are, you know, serving in their own way. You know, it could be in business, it can be nonprofit, it can be, you know, sweeping floors, it can be a stay-at-home mother or father. It, it doesn't matter. You are representing God, and wherever you are, you, you, you shine. You're preaching the gospel. You're sharing who God is. You are reading the word. You are sharing the word. You are, you know, praying for people out loud, you know, laying hands on people and praying for miracles in people's lives. Like you're just living like this 
No matter where you are, what you're doing, who you're with, what kind of job you are, if you're married or you're not, where you're in the world, you know, where you're working, all that stuff is secondary. You're, you're always going to be doing this. That's what the church is. So don't think of church as a location, right? So what is the church? The church is the body of Christ. It's the people. It's the believers. It's you and me. Woohoo! So knowing that, like, what happened? Like, a lot of times, I don't know if you've noticed, but I, I noticed that people don't see church that way. And there's a whole reason. There is a whole battle against uh, the church. There is an enemy who is trying to lie and confuse and not allow you to see what the truth is. Because, you know, the Bible said the truth will set you free. So the enemy is trying to deceive you, right? And keep you from seeing the truth. Um, it started from the beginning. Like in the beginning, uh, the Bible says in Genesis 1.1, you know, in the beginning, God creates the heavens and earth, right? And it wasn't, you know, sometime after that, Lucifer or Satan he began to rebel against God and he, he got a third of the angels and, and he kind of like created like a crew to, to go and try to take the throne. Like, you know what? Let's, let's just run this. Like, I want to be, well, let's be worshipped like this. Let's be in control. Let's, you know, why, does he, why is he God? And they, they tried to go against God and take the throne, right? So God cast them down uh, with his angels onto earth. And this is where uh, Adam and Eve was tempted by Satan. This is where, you know, he, they were, uh, Eve was tempted with eating the knowledge of good and evil, right? Um, even right there, that's where religion was born. So if you think about it, Adam and Eve were created perfectly in God's image and likeness, right? Like they, at that time, there was no sin. There was nothing separating them from God. So they were perfectly in God's image. They couldn't be any more like God, okay? So the, then the enemy goes and tempts Eve how? If you go and read it, he says... If you eat of this tree, you'll become more like God, right? So he's tempting her with something she already has. Get, trying to get her to eat that, to work for it, to do something, to earn, to be able to gain, to become like God, more like God. But again, she, she couldn't be any more like God at this time. She was perfectly in his image. There was nothing separating. So the enemy was tempting her with something she already had, trying to get her to work for something she already had and that she already was. That's religion. Religion would try to get you to work for something, do something in your own power or get approval to 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 prove like that you're acceptable, that you're loved, that you're when you already are by God. Right. So that's where religion right there was born. And, and from there, they had the knowledge of good and evil. So they now they know what is good, what is bad. You know, they started making their own decisions and their own, you know, rules. And this is where it all started right there. And. Where, where the the enemy started to use that to bring division into people and and he's still here like the bible says that satan is the prince of the world you know paul calls him the prince of the power of the air and that he goes around like a roaring lion seeking who may he devour that's in first peter 5 8 so the enemy satan and his demons okay it's real it's, it's not about like focusing on them and getting in fear but it's real it's there we're in spiritual warfare through their, their lying wonders and spiritual deception, they, they try to deceive mankind and lead us into spiritual bondage and even death. Like the enemy comes to rob, kill, and destroy, right? But in John 10, 10, it says that, that Jesus came that we may have life and have life more abundantly. So he came to set us free from those things. That's the whole point. Him and Paul, Paul in the New Testament, he they both would teach us like there is a main these main elements 
that were supposed to be going on in the church to be able to bring God's kingdom here on earth. Right? They, they both taught that we would set, set people free, that we would be set free by a combined, like a mixture of the, the power of the Holy Spirit, the supernatural operation of the Holy Spirit in our lives, the Word of God, and the gifts operating in the church. That's us, you know, using our giftings, our abilities, our ministries on each other and making impact on, on our... It was those three things that were key, that were key in the church. Three key elements in the church that were needed. So you can think of this as the church globally, the one church, or you can think of this as, you know, your church, your home group, your your um, your team at your office, because that would be, you know, if you're in the marketplace and you're not a pastor or something, you're still a believer, right? So you think of that as your church. Those are your people. So what are the three things that, you know, you can start to implement, that you can be consistent with, that you know is going to bring power to your group, to the church that's a part of your calling? These three things are your part of your calling. It's the combined thing of the Holy Spirit operating in and through your life. Or in and through their lives. It's the word of God. You know, teaching. From the word. And then teaching them how to use their gifts. It's You have the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit. Not just that, but they know how to use their gifts personally. What that looks like. That you train them. You give them tools so they can they know how to approach other people and, and bring healing to them. And then you have teaching from the word of God. So people are learning and gaining strength in the word. Getting to know God personally. The author of the Bible Right? Because that's where the power is. It's all through Him. It's not through us and just our learning. It's through having a relationship with Him. So our power as a person, our power as the church, comes through intimacy with God. And our intimacy with God comes through reading the Word, through um, the power of the Holy Spirit, through using our gifts on one another.